What is going on, fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. Guys, in today's episode, Cole and I were actually having, having a conversation yesterday about Alex Ramosi. Yep. We were talking about Alex Ramosi. We were talking about acquisition.com. And um, I don't know how this conversation got brought up, but we Neither were sitting I. down in the gym together and we were talking about how one of our competitors ended up getting 20% of their businesses bought out by Hermosi. And I just want to preface this before I get into this conversation. I love Alex Hermosi. I love his content. I've gotten a ton of value out of Alex's content. I think he's incredible. Yep. But I personally would never give away 20 to 30 to 40% of my business to a complete stranger just because he was rich. Because that is like, to me, it's such a pussy move. Yeah. And this is the thing. So if you guys look at the title of this podcast, it is called Bet on Yourself. There's no easy way out. The reason why we titled it that is because when it comes down to that business model, all right, giving an individual a percentage of your business when you don't really know them just so you can make more money, it doesn't compute in mine and Brian's brain. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand the model of it. I get why people do it. I just wouldn't. I understand the entire concept of like, well, that individual has built millions and millions of businesses over a certain fucking size, or at least generated millions and millions for businesses over a certain size. So let's just give him a percentage so we could speed up this process. But in tune, that just shows me that you're not a disciplined, integral, responsible business owner, because you're not trying to build something that is worthwhile forever. You're trying to build something quick so you can get out. And so for those of you guys that have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, Alex Ramosi is obviously world famous. Acquisition.com is his business. Yeah. And what acquisition.com does is they buy percentage of businesses and then they help the businesses grow, which I understand it does make sense. So basically Alex's game is he puts out as much free content as he possibly can, gives as much value as he possibly can. He never asks in any of his content ever, ever. And on the flip side of that, what ends up happening is he helps a lot of businesses grow to certain levels. And then once businesses get past a certain level, they can apply to work with acquisition.com. I think it's over 5 million. It used to be over three, might yeah. be over five now. But so they can apply to work for acquisition or to be a partnered with acquisition.com. Acquisition.com will come in, buy a percentage of their business, and then Alex Ramosi will help them run it. Now, again, some of our competitors have done this, and I have like all the respect in the world. If you choose to do that, I would just never fucking do that. Because I don't know about you guys, but I believe in myself so fucking much that I would never give away a percentage of the thing that I own just for uh, like monetary gain, monetary gain, because in the long run, like, man, what if this business grew to like 100 million, 200 million mm -hmm. and somebody else owned 25 percent of it? Because when it was sitting at five to 10, I just decided to fucking sell a portion of it because I didn't want to grow it. See, and that's the thing, because what you guys might hear when an individual says that whether it's Brian or myself or someone else is you guys might be like, Oh, well, you're money hungry. And that's not the fucking case. It's the concept behind it. It doesn't compute to me just to give a percentage of my business away for the monetary gain, because I'm not willing to put the work in in the first place. Again, we said bet on yourself, All right, There's no fucking shortcuts in this game. And what we mean by that is a lot of you guys just look for partners to speed up the process of you making fucking money instead of doing the work necessary in order to become the integral leader that can actually grow a business in the first place. And it's not just at the level we're talking about. Alex Ramosi just sparked this conversation because that's what he does, all right? And not even him, but that's besides the point. Acquisition.com does. They buy a percentage of your business. They scale it up with the exact same cookie cutter blueprint model, which I've seen. And then if it doesn't work, you must be part of the problem, vice versa. We're not going to get into that. I'm talking about people in general. How many fucking individuals have we seen try to start partnerships and fail in the last year just because they're like, 
I feel like if I partner with this person, I'll make so much more money so fucking quick mm. and it'll be so much faster for me to reach my goals. Dude, and I think that like, so we're talking about, you know, giving away a percentage of your business and I want to be vulnerable with you guys. I shared this with Cole the other day. Yep. I almost fucking did that. I almost did that. So back in 2013, right when I was getting online coaching started, right when I was getting aesthetic nation started, I had no fucking cash, zero, nada. I just had this idea. And the idea was if I could sign 40 clients at $250 a month, I'd be making $10,000 a month. If I could get that on a recurring monthly basis, I'd be making 120K a year. If I could do that over two years, I'd be making 250. And then three years, I'd make a million, whatever. That was the goal. Okay. Now, when I had this baby idea that I wanted to build a successful online coaching business and I had no cash, I thought to myself, I just need money. If I get money, then I'll be able to start this idea. So what did I do? I literally went to a guy that I knew that had money and I wrote up a fucking, I was like, hey, do you want to invest in Aesthetic Nation? I think I've seen that business plan. Yeah, I was like, do you want to invest in Aesthetic Nation? He's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, do you have a business plan? And I didn't fucking have one. So mm-hmm. I literally went to a Microsoft Word document yeah. and I wrote up a fucking business plan. And I went to this guy and I was asking for $5,000, by the way, for 25% of the business. Which is insane. $5,000 for 25% of the business. The business didn't even exist yet. It wasn't even a real thing. And I was just had this idea and I went to this guy for $5,000 and I was like, I was like, if I just get this $5,000, I'm going to spend it on Facebook ads. I'm going to spend it on a new computer. And I just had these fucking, I'm, I was fucking idiot. Just wait, wait, pause for a second though. In this story, what you just said is what 99.99999% of fucking online trainers first spend their money on as soon as they get into the fucking business. Computer, so, Facebook like, ad, website. Yeah, what you just said is 90% of the other fucking business coaches models out there right now. Think about that. All right, right? touche. <laughs> That's what I almost did. So I went to the guy and I was like, here, you can take 25% of my business. And I'm like, I promise you this business is going to be making $100,000 a year. You can take 25%. All I want is $5,000. And thank fucking God he said no. Because if he would have said yes, when I said Ignatian scaled to $50,000 a month, $60,000 a month, yep. he would have been making 25% of that. Yep. All the fucking profit. And this what is what the fuck? And that's, the and thing. I almost gave that away. You guys don't understand it, man. Like everybody looks at the percentage and then they only look at the growth of their business, but they don't look at the flip side of it. And this is something that I've drilled into so many fucking entrepreneurs' minds because when they have an idea or when they have individuals around them that want to help them scale, their instant initiative is to fucking partner. Like, oh, let's just fucking partner. We'll split a percentage of our fucking business and it'll be good to go. But they don't understand what goes into that. They don't understand what happens. If you guys give a percentage of your business to another individual, you owe them that based off of the monthly, yearly, quarterly recurring revenue of your fucking business, period. Yeah. So for five grand, you would have gave 25%. Dude, Aesthetic Nation grew to a business that was making like a million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. For $5,000, I would have owed him $250,000 a year. A year for nothing for literally nothing for him. Just he was an angel investor. Him. Yep. Because he gave me $5,000 for a fucking laptop and Facebook ads and shit that <laughs> I didn't need. Crazy. Isn't that fucked? It's crazy. It's dude. fucked. So like that same fucking idea is what a lot of people are doing right now with their, the acquisition.com business model. Again, I would never give away 20% of my fucking business because I'm absolutely delusional enough to believe that PT Domination is going to be a $100 million a year business, a $200 million a year business, a $500 million a year business. So why the fuck would I give away a percentage of my revenue when I know I'm going to be successful? That's the level of self-belief that I have now. I like I feel like this podcast is about getting you guys to believe in yourselves. This is the thing is I think that the reason that people partner is 
like, okay, maybe if I partner with this one person, it'll make it easier for me to get success. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Maybe if I, you know, there's this person that's an influencer and maybe if I give them a percentage of my business, it'll make it easier for me to get success or I'll get to success faster. Or if somebody else can believe in me and if somebody else can invest in my business, maybe mm. that will help me believe in myself more guys at the end of the fucking day. If you don't, if you're not the person that's backing your own vision and believing in your own self and believing in your own capabilities, doesn't matter who the fuck invests in you. You're never going to be successful. It will never make it easier. It's always going to be hard. I need this to sink into your guys' heads today. Business is fucking hard. Entrepreneurship is fucking hard. Scaling your business is fucking hard. There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to break it down. There's no other way to look at it, period. All right. Does it get easier over time because you get more experience? Kind of, but not fucking really. Honestly, no, right? It doesn't. it doesn't. Like, I would just say easier or maybe in the concept where you're like, okay, I understand, but understanding and implementing are two different fucking things. Dude, Dan Martell talked about this the other day. We were talking about how I got on a live stream with him and I was like, because I'm always invested in mentorship no matter what. So I got on a live stream with Dan and I was like, bro, I want to double my business next year. So I'm like, the goal is to double it. I don't want to grow by like the 20 to 30. And like, don't get me wrong. Peach Domination is growing. We've done like 20 to 40% growth every year. Every, every year, year yeah. we're growing by like 30 to 40%. It's actually 30 to 40%. Sorry to correct you. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I want to double it next year. So like, what is it going to take for me to double my business? And he said, if you want to double your business every four months, your systems are going to break. Yeah. And so think about that for a second. Every four months, all the things that you built inside of your business for your delivery, for your sales, for your marketing, all of them break every four months. Yep. And so everybody that thinks like being a business owner is easy, it's actually hard, but I would rather have the hard of building my own business and building something that belongs to me. It's like an empire. It's a money-making machine than working for somebody else getting paid dollars per hour knowing that i should be making more i could be making more but i've accepted this limitation that i'm like not good enough mm. so it's like i would choose the hard of having my business break every four months so that i could build my empire rather than the hard of getting paid dollars per hour working for somebody else mm. touche i right? get it see this is the thing though because this i feel like this will be good for individuals to hear because i have a flip side perspective because technically like when I got brought in, you gifted me a, a partnership in fucking Assetignation and we grew. Mm -hmm. And it's never felt weird to me to be a percentage partner with you. It also doesn't feel weird to me to become a percentage partner with somebody else. Again, as long as it's not just for monetary gain. Mm. And I feel like this is where individuals need to switch up their mindset. And I have a little bit of a different perspective in it. Like, number one, I would never give a percentage of our fucking business to anybody if it was just for monetary gain, period. Like, there's absolutely no fucking way in hell. Guys, we've probably had, we won't get into it and we won't name names, but fucking we've probably had five or six people that we've almost given a percentage of our fucking business to yep. where you've brought them up to me and I literally was like, absolutely not and thank the fucking heavens that we didn't and I fucking barked, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Because yeah. so, like, it's it, there's just no fucking way. But it was always because of monetary gain. If it came down to giving a percentage of the business because the impact and the scale that we could achieve was so much greater than I could achieve on my own, that's where I would go down that path. Mm. And I feel like that makes more sense to me. And that's something that's always felt right in my gut because, again, it's not just about the money. Like, obviously, we can make fucking hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in the lifetime that we are on this fucking earth. And that is the goal. However, if you guys are only ever chasing monetary gain, you're probably not going to last it in this game. Let's be real. What was the statistic that they broke down at the Limitless event? It's like fucking eight out of 10 businesses started by entrepreneurs fail within the first 10 years. Mm -hmm. 
It's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Guys, think about that right now. All right. If you have 10 friends that are all going to start a business, all right, eight of them are going to fail in the next 10 years. None of them are going to make it past. They're all going to go back to working nine to five jobs and they're all going to fucking end up crashing and burning. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's because I think all of them, 90% of them are only ever focused on the monetary gain. Mm-hmm. So they either try to do it themselves and they only ever chase the money or they end up bringing in partners because they think the partner is going to speed up their process to making more money instead of looking at what their business, what they could do for this fucking world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where the switch up is. Because if someone came to us and actually spoke to us and we built a relationship for year after year and they were able to scale our impact to the next level, that's where I would consider fucking a partnership. I'm like, that would stick in my brain. Someone came for the monetary gain, which people have before. Yeah. And they brought up partnership deals and that became a conversation. It's always 100% no for me because fucking why the fuck would I give you my money when number one, you're not in it for the long haul. Number two, you don't share the fucking passion. Number three, you don't share the vision and you only want money. Dude, and I, this is the thing. I, have a, I do have a flip perspective on what you just said because like who really, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. Who could come into our fucking lives right now and be like, I'm going to give you guys more impact, more scale, more whatever than we're already doing at this level at like the level that we're growing at. Because like, that's what I'm saying. Because like, think about like, somebody could be like, oh, I'll put you on all these podcasts. Okay, we're going to be on those podcasts no matter what. Exactly. Or like, uh, I'll help you grow your following. My following is already fucking. I'm already up. doing it. Exactly. Or I'll help you like learn Facebook ads. We're already learning it. Exactly. So it's like, who the fuck would we give a percentage of the business? Nobody. To? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Though. It's like, this is the thing. It's like, I think that the reason that people would give away a percentage of their business is because there's a skill that they're not willing to learn. Yes. Or there's a skill that they're not willing to hire out. Yes. And they don't want to put in the fucking time. Yes. It's like, okay, like, yeah, sure. Giving away a percentage of my pie might help me get there faster. But it also means that I have a smaller pie of the pie that I fucking created. You also said might. And that's something that I would never be willing to fucking risk, risk. My business on, on a might. On a might. No. Dude, and like, I, this is the thing. It's like, we're talking about partnerships. Me and you, like, I think we lucked out. 100%. In our fucking partnership. Because we've had some shitty fucking partners, like shitty partners, yeah. partners that said they did the due diligence when they were going to buy the business and they fucking did it. And then we just trusted their word and we didn't fucking look into it. Yeah. We've had partners that like said they were going to be there and then backed out at the last fucking second. We've had individuals where we're like literally on the fence. I'm talking about like a week away from signing paperwork to give them the percentage of the business and then figured out they were doing ruthless shit. And we needed to fucking cut ties. Dude, like, it's like, so it's like partnerships literally should be the last fucking thing you guys are thinking about when you're starting your business 100 percent, because guys everything can be hired out all right like i want to touch on that for a minute i had a conversation with one of my clients ridge the other day ridge if you listen to this i love you big dog all right he runs a super successful business where he does dog training right and like homie's fucking slaying it now he literally just did his last enrollment he made fucking thirty-seven thousand dollars in full in his bank account ninety-seven thousand dollars contracted and he had this fucking crew there's a brother and sister come in and they loved what he was doing. They're super successful in like the cannabis industry or some stupid bullshit. Something that not fucking trying to talk you guys down if you're in the cannabis industry, but like it doesn't fucking matter. If you guys sell shoes and you come and talk to us about our coaching business, it doesn't fucking correlate. You can't yeah. spit in the same game. But they were like, we can help you with this and this and this. And they drew up an entire business plan and everything. He brought it to me. And I'm like, no, no. And he's like, well, like, like they want to be partners. I'm like, absolutely not, dude. I'm like, you know what? This is what you need to do. If any individual ever comes to you guys and says they want to be a partner in your business, this is exactly what you say. Homie, I love it. Thank you so much because it looks like you actually care about the vision of my business. And I don't have a lot of individuals that like that around me. So I'll tell you what, I don't partner with anybody that hasn't been with me for a while. So what I want to do is I want to drop a contract. And if you stick with me for two and a half years, then we'll have a conversation. As soon as he did that, I said, watch, what's going to happen is you're going to talk about a two and a half year contract. 
where they need to show their loyalty, provide value to the business and be there for you to grow it as a whole. And as soon as you put that down in front of them, they're going to get up, quit your entire business's fucking apprentices, and they're going to walk away because they don't actually care about it. And as soon as he did that, bam, they left. And I'm like, because right then and there, they're not bought into anything. They just want the fucking money. And most yeah. of you guys just sell the fuck out because people just want cash. Mm. That's it. Yeah. They're just like fucking, they want the percentage so yeah. they can take the fucking money from you guys across the board. Stop giving away percentages of your fucking business because you think it's going to speed up the process. Mm. It makes no fucking sense. Dude, I, I get it. And like, that might be like contradicting advice because when you're like, Brian, you gave away a percentage of your business to Cole. I did. But I also like, he had earned it. I also didn't point. fucking ask for any money. He didn't ask for any money for two years. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. By the way, when we were building Aesthetic Nation, I gave him a percentage of the business and there was 25% of the business that he owned. He never asked for a fucking cent. I didn't fucking ask for one dime. I'm going to break this down. Can I go into yep. Okay, this is transparency. We've actually never said this before, guys. So I was a trainer on Aesthetic Nation. All right, falling out happened. We don't need to break that down because we've talked about it before. If you guys haven't heard that, uh, you're fucking falling behind. Go listen to all of our podcast episodes. You'll be there for the next fucking two years of your life. So Brian gave me 25% of Aesthetic Nation. Now, what that meant, let me break this down for you guys simply. You have owner of the business. You have subcontracted trainers. All the subcontracted trainers pay in a percentage of what they earn to the business so the business can grow and flourish paying for the expenses of running the apps and the Facebook groups and everything else and the mentorship, blah, blah, blah. That is how it works. Okay. I technically went from subcontracted trainer to owner, meaning if a bank account has a hundred thousand dollars in it, I own $25,000 of that money. I did not ask or take a dime from that account for over two years, mm -hmm. because even when we sat down in that boardroom, and I started PT domination. I own 25% of a set ignition, 25% of PT domination and didn't take a fucking dime until I moved out to Kelowna. Mm -hmm. Three and a half to four years of not taking one fucking cent or asking for it. So I literally, I stopped paying percentage of the business because I owned it. But then all the money that I made with a stagnation as a trainer, just from me having my fucking 30 to 50 clients was just mine. But technically I could have taken more, but again, it was never for the money for me. Mm. Brian didn't give me the fucking percentage of the business because he thought that I could help him scale to the next level. All right. Or because I was like, here's a big crazy business plan. He just saw the work ethic that I fucking had and you made a decision. And like, this is the thing is like, and when I gave him a percentage of the business at the time, we weren't like making a lot of money because mm -hmm. like all the trainers. So I think I've talked about this in the podcast before all the trainers were, you know, let's say you made $10,000 a month. We only had a 20% split, which is why I advise my trainers not to fucking do that. If you're coaching PT nomination, you've learned from my lessons and we take a higher percentage, but it was a 20% split. So let's say 10K a month, you know, the business would make 2K a month. That 2K a month isn't a lot of fucking money when you're running ads and doing a bunch of different shit. So like there wasn't really money left in the bank. And so in the grand scheme of things, giving him 25% wasn't actually a lot because there was nothing there at the time, but I fucking knew that aesthetic nation was going to be something fucking big. Yeah. And dude, we talked about so it. So did you. Yeah. 
literally believed in the like, vision. There was this big split off, and Brian was like, I promise you, if you stick with me, we'll fucking take over the world. And I was like, I believe you. And why the fuck would I not believe you? Because fucking everything that we had done to that point worked out exactly how we talked about. From fucking me quitting my job to me taking making 10K a month, for me and you winning three shows first and overalls, everything we spoke into the universe happened. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, 100%. I'm like, I got your back forever. I think that like, this comes down to like that belief, man. This like comes back to the conversation of belief. Like, yes. you, you have to, you have to believe in yourself. And that sounds like a cheesy, corny thing, but you have to just be willing to just walk into the unknown mm -hmm. and not be looking for a safety net, yep. looking for something to grasp onto to like feel a little bit of security and safety. And like the safety has to come from within you and understanding that like no matter what happens, you're going to be okay and you're going to figure it out. Yep. It's like I'm not looking for a safety net or somebody to throw me fucking rope or like a way to go back to the place that I came from. Like I'm only going fucking forward mm -hmm. and I will find a way. Like that's it. That's the only fucking option. Like, I'm not going to give away 20%. I'm not going to ask for fucking help. I'm not going to ask for a handout. I'm not going to go back to the place that I came from. I'm going forward, and I will not stop until I reach my destination. That's the only fucking way that you guys can see success in this life, period. You need to be delusionally. What's the exact terminology I want to utilize? You guys got to be, like, delusional enough to fucking only bet on yourself and cuss cast out any doubts across the board. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no other option than success in this fucking world. There's no other option than me winning. That's how you need to think. And it's deemed as cocky and arrogant and ridiculous from so many other individuals. But also, it's usually deemed those things from people that are living a life so far off of your radar, it's not even funny. Mm -hmm. So, break down. Again, bet on yourself. There is no other way. There's no easy way out. There's no softer way to get success. There's no quick way. It's a grind. Fucking period. All right, you guys will hear Alex Ramosi fucking circling back to the beginning. All right, he'll say these fucking podcasts and people will ask him ridiculous questions. Like, what's the quickest way to make a million dollars cash? He's like, sell a fucking $9 million business for $10 million. And there you go. Like, that's the it. Like, people ask ridiculous questions and yeah. he gives a ridiculous answer. Somebody the other day asked me, what's the quickest blueprint to seven figures? And I'm like, this is the stupidest question I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, why don't you ask me the blueprint to make 5K? Yeah. 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, 50K. You guys don't even know what seven figures looks like. Most people say the word seven figures and don't even understand how many zeros are in that fucking number. Mm. You guys got to start thinking about what's in front of you and then cast out everything else. When I quit my job as an iron worker, I wasn't thinking about where our business was at now. I was thinking about what I needed to do to make sure that I saw success. Mm. All right. When I was posting on social media, I wasn't thinking about what it could be. I was thinking about what I needed to do right then and there. And I feel like that's where a lot of you guys fall off. You have a vision, but you live in the vision instead of living where your fucking feet are. Mm -hmm. So people are like, oh my God, my life's going to be great. But then they're sitting on the fucking couch doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, why the fuck is my life not changed? I'm manifesting and I'm visualizing and I'm doing all this shit while you're in the couch. So instead of just getting up and starting to walk, you pick up your phone and you're like, who can help me get there with the least amount of work by me possible? <laughs> That's this. Fucking it's true, thing. right? I agree. That's yeah. all people do. They're like, yeah. let me just sit down and visualize and manifest yeah. and speak this bullshit into the universe. Yeah. And then because nothing's happening due to the fact that they don't understand what they're doing and they're stagnant in their own life. They're like, how can I get someone to save me instead of just doing the work myself? And it's just because it comes with a lot of pressure, you know, like building your business, growing on social media, posting every day, like sending out DMS, like engaging with people on their content. Like it comes, it's like a lot of work. And so like, once you get into the work, it feels more normal and it feels more natural, but it's still a lot of work. And then there are some people that like, as they're doing the work, they're almost like, Oh, I just want something to like relieve this, like this pressure. 
You know, if I just get some help, then it would relieve the pressure of doing the actual fucking work that I need to do to grow. Yeah. But it's like, learn how to get comfortable in that amount of work that you need to do that is required to hit the next fucking level Mm -hmm. and stop talking about your vision to so many different fucking people and like hoping and manifesting that it's going to fucking happen and be willing to like ground yourself in the day-to-day actions that are going to get you closer to success because it's like it's by focusing on the task in front of you Mm -hmm. and like keeping the vision in mind don't get me wrong and like this is where i'm going but then focusing on the task that's in front of you in this very moment and saying i'm going to do everything in my fucking power to be the best that i can be in this moment at this one thing that I'm focused on and then I'm going to go to the next thing and then the next thing. And then you just keep going. And then eventually you look up and you're like, holy fuck, I made it. Yep. I'm at a million followers. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm at a hundred million dollars. I'm making a fucking shitload. Of I'm, I'm making a fucking shitload of money. I'm making a massive impact. Mm-hmm. And you have to believe that you will get there. That's what will keep you putting in the work. And so for me, when I see people giving away, and we're going to come back to this, yep. percentage of their business or wanting to give away a percentage of their business or wanting somebody in to invest in them or even guys wanting somebody else to believe in you. Like so many of you guys want somebody else to believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself. Yep. You're like going to your mom, your brother, your sister, your dad, whatever. And you're like, dad, I'm starting this online coaching business and I'm doing this thing. And like I hired these mentors and I'm fucking going for it. And then when they don't believe in you, it hurts your fucking feelings. And the reason it hurts your feelings is because you don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking for somebody else to validate you and your fucking goals and your dreams. Yep. It has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. Belief in self. That conversation is something that needs to happen right now on top of this because of the fact that you guys don't believe in yourselves. That right there is something that I'll never understand. It's like you guys will have a conversation about your massive vision with your parents and they won't believe in it. And then you'll hate your parents and get angry at them. When, why the fuck should they? Most of you guys have a track record that shouldn't be believed in, right? Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers haven't done anything in their entire lives. So many of you guys haven't done shit with your fucking life. And then you get angry at your family, your friends, the individuals around you when they don't believe in you. When they shouldn't in the first place. You never stuck to fucking anything. Most of you guys have never followed a diet, never done a workout program, never worked on your business, never followed through with anything that you've ever done quit every sports team you ever fucking joined. And then you get angry at someone when you have a vision for your life and they don't believe in you. Mm. They shouldn't. It's up to you to believe in yourself and show them. All right. When I met my fucking wife and I told her about this goddamn pipe dream we fucking had, because that's what it was back in the past. It was just this big, crazy fucking thing that we talked about. And I used to tell Julia, she was like, okay. Her family was like, what the fuck is this dude? Mm. Like, what the fuck is going on here? What do you mean you're dating a guy who just quit his fucking job and he's living in your house now and you've only known him for three weeks like what the fuck are you talking about and fucking she just was like i believe it but i don't know where you're going and i was like i believe in myself so fucking wholeheartedly that this will happen and she's like okay and then three months later ten thousand and then fucking two years later i'm like you never have to work again mm-hmm. and i just fucking fell into line and not because i was looking for their approval but because i believed mm-hmm. in self Dude, and that's that, let's continue these conversations because it's funny because it was the same thing when me and Kirsten started dating. Like when Kirsten and I started dating, Aesthetic Nation was doing really well. We were making 50, 50 grand a month of Aesthetic Nation. But PT Domination was still this like baby of an idea. Yeah. It was just like a little fucking just like just came out of me. Bro, I've and, got the fucking paperwork of our first courses in my closet. Oh, really? It's like literally like, like a method. Yeah. Fucking little, little ebook fucking written down and everything. It was this little fucking baby of an idea. But I knew I'm like this fucking thing, this PT Domination thing could fucking go. I'm like, this could go. And so I remember I would like write down my goals. And I've always been a big believer in like goal setting. And I think that 
one of the biggest things that can help you guys believe in yourself is having something that you can measure your success against, which is why I love fitness so much. Like yes. you, I love fitness because you go to the gym, you exercise, you work out, you look in the mirror, you can see a visual difference and that motivates you to keep going. That's why I love fitness. Yes. So like having something like that with business is super important. And so I remember I would like set these goals, bro. And this is back when we were making like 30, 40 grand a month. Yep. And I would set these goals of like hitting hundred thousand dollars in a month. I'm like, yep. I'm going to hit a hundred K. I'm going to hit a hundred K. I remember like, Kirsten would always like look at my goals like a hundred thousand dollars, and she'd be like, "That's a little, that's a little much, don't Same you think?" Julia, yeah. I'm like, "It's not much. Mm -hmm. This is like, this is more. This I need is the more. Standard. This is the fucking. This yeah. is what we're doing. This is where we're going. I'm fucking going here." Yeah. And then and she actually helped me out a lot because she's like, "What if instead of setting a goal of hitting a hundred thousand, she's like, you're making sixty right now. What if you set the goal of making seventy? And even though I was like, "Fuck you," I was like, <laughs> subconscious, you're like, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Like, that does make sense. Though. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it started happening. So then I set the goal of hitting seventy, then we hit seventy, then I set the goal of hitting eighty, and then we hit eighty, and then I set the goal of hitting ninety, then we hit ninety, and then we had our first hundred thousand dollar month. And like, oh, we went off when we hit that shit. And I that's that. But that's it, though, yep. you guys. Like, that's fucking it. Is like that's how it happens you need to see where you're at right now and then this is the thing i think all of you guys that are looking for like a key to start believing yourself i think this is step number one you can disagree with me if you want but i think step number one is to be wildly dissatisfied with the level that you're currently at agreed like i'm like absolutely fucking sick and tired of being at the level that i'm currently at yep i'm no longer satisfied being 50 pounds overweight i fucking hate the person that i see in the mirror i hate what my bank account says i hate that i'm financially strapped i hate that i'm always worrying about money i fucking hate it yep and then from that place you're like that means i need to do something about it so mm -hmm. step number one is being wildly dissatisfied step number two i need to do something about it step number three is set a goal that's within with it out of reach but within reason dude uh, out of yes out of reach but within reason so it's like if you're if the most amount of money you've ever made in a month is fucking six thousand dollars and you come to me and Cole and you're like, boys, I'm going to hit fucking twenty five K this month. I'll lose my shit on you. But I'll it's like that's fucking stupid. You got to You got to set it again. It's it's out of reach, but within reason. I did the same thing, dude, when I was a fitness coach. So instead of writing, what was it like? Twenty five new clients is what I wanted to hit every single month because yeah. that would fucking help me generate an insane amount of income for my business. <laughs> I would set three every three days. Mm. And for some reason, even though that's still ridiculous, like fucking one client a day for an entire month is fucking insane. But looking at that number, just three, it was like, it just, there was no pressure. Mm. I'd be like, okay, yeah. And I just fucking banging calls, just selling people like crazy yeah. and running through my fucking business. Because when I looked at three, my belief in self was so intense. I'm like, I could sell three clients right now in the next fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. Like I could do that with my fucking eyes closed. Mm. So that because the goal technically was out of reach when you look at the grand scheme of things it was within reason when i looked at it so i was like i can do that and i just started fucking cranking mm. and that's why i wasn't doing anywhere from 17 to twenty five thousand dollars a month quicker than any other fucking trainer that we had mm -hmm. because i was just like i know that i can do it because and bonus tip for you guys i also believe wholeheartedly that if another man on this fucking world or another woman in this world has done something i can i because if they've done it yeah. why can't i i agree right if yeah. they've been able to do it why can't I? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know how to do a lot in this fucking world. I'm like, I'm fucking still super young. Yep. Right? We're still super young. There's a lot of individuals. Let's be fucking frank. 90% of the fucking individuals we look up to are two decades ahead of us. That's pause. I want to stop there. Right? Because that's like what you just said. Somebody asked me the other day. They're like, what motivates you? I'm like, Gary V existing motivates me. Yes. Fucking The Rock existing motivates me. Yes. Fucking Alex Ramosi existing motivates me. Because they, they can fucking do it. It can be done. 100%. Dude, Dan Martell. Wes Watson. Yes. 
Wes Watson fucking got out of prison, what, seven years ago. Now he's making $2 million plus a month. All right, Dan Martell talks about how he scaled his first multi-million dollar business at 28. Homie, I'm 29. Dude, he's fucking, he's 43 now. Right? Like, watch, they're gonna, some of you probably listen to this be like, fucking, they're, they're tripping you guys are being old. I love all you guys. Okay, listen. But the, that's the thing. Like, everyone we look up to is yep. so far ahead of us yep. where I'm like, okay, listen, at fucking 29 and 32, we built a multi-million dollar business. You're 29? Yeah, bro. Not even 30 yet. What the fuck? You're yeah. Not even 30 yet? Nah, yeah, bro. Bro. I know. What so like fuck? fucking at 29 and 32, Whoa. we built a multi-million dollar yeah. business. We've also scaled a seven-figure fucking gym, and we're doing so much at our fucking age. Where are we going to be when we're 40? Yeah. Buckle the fuck up. Like I'm so delusionally confident in our growth yeah. and where we are going yeah. because – if someone else can do it, I know I can. Yep. And I might not have the same information as them. And I'm not the fucking smartest person in the room. But I promise you, I will work until my fingers bleed. Yeah. All right. I literally would show up at a fucking ironworking site, high off my iron on Percocets and drunk off my fucking ass and literally work yep. without eating for fucking hours on end. That and that right. might not be the best mindset for you guys. But that mindset to me is a fucking superpower. And I will make sure this shit happens. That would be the exact same way. Right. I will show up like I will show up no matter how the fuck it's my superpower is i will show up yeah i will show up if i'm fucking tired sick. i will show up if i'm fucking exhausted dude tell me about the events fucking sick tell me what happens with the events when we always get fucking sick for some goddamn reason how much fucking medicine we take before that shit bro <laughs> fucking like half bottle down, of day quill 17 in, fucking halls throat sprayed and number everything out fucking then slay three hours of speeches dude even uh that last yeah the last event the virtual event we uh the day of the virtual event, the morning of the virtual event, I had been working for, I've been traveling for four weekends straight. I literally was so fucking gassed by the, like, we done. I spoke at an event, Gary V. I had our event the very next weekend. Yep. I had no breaks for three weeks. I was literally on, like, seven different cities, fucking bunch of different airplanes. The day of the virtual event, Sunday morning, I literally had, like, a mental breakdown. Yeah. I told you about I that. remember me and you I, were talking. I, I fucking, like, cried curse. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this fucking day. I'm like, I'm going to fucking, I'm like, I'm broken. Like, I'm literally yep. broken. Yeah. Still showed up. Still put in the fucking work. Still crush the fucking event. Yep. So we're on the I, stage and you were like, fucking homie, I don't know if I can do this. I'm fucking breaking down. And I was like, I get it. Then I just poured in you based off of fucking Cade and everything else. And I was like, this is fucking our lives, bro. Like, we just got to show up. And you're like, okay. And then fucking absolutely slayed it. Fucking hundreds of individuals had breakthroughs. Dude, and this is the thing. If you're listening to this, it's like the success is in the breadcrumbs. We're literally giving you guys everything we can on a day-to-day -day basis. We're showing up. We're showing you guys. We're coaching you guys in our coaching programs. We're giving you guys the value. Posting on our Instagrams. Cole's talking to you guys about your mindsets every fucking day on the social media. You have the fucking power to do this shit. You. 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 Nobody else. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody's going to come give you a fucking paycheck that's going to give you a leg up. You're not going to get a leg up by saving $3,000 so you can buy that new computer and invest in that new website. None of it fucking matters. No. The only thing that fucking matters is you and your fucking willpower. Yep. It's like literally just looking at your fucking self in the mirror today and being like, today is the last fucking day. I'm going to be average. Mm. I'm no longer willing to accept average as my normal. Like this is not how the fuck my life is supposed to be. I'm not supposed to go to a job that I fucking hate. I'm not supposed to be spending nine hours a day away from my kids. I'm not supposed to be dreading every fucking day, looking forward to the weekend so I can take two days off of my miserable fucking job. That is not you. You're not supposed to give away 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50% of your fucking business to an individual that allegedly says that they can help you scale. Instead, 
Take some money that you fucking have or use a fucking credit card and hire a mentor to do the shit that that person promises you they can do. All right. If someone comes to you and is like, yo, if you give me 20% of your business, 15% of your business, I'll help you scale to here by doing X, Y, Z. Take what they just said, X, Y, Z, and go hire a fucking mentor and be like, what do I need to do? Because I promise you, even though we haven't gotten fucking like quadrupled fucking our business's investment back from hiring mentors, we've hired probably what, five mentors in the last two years. Yep. All right. Maybe last three years. And we've spent north of $300,000 USD. And each of them have said one thing this helped us generate another 50 to $100,000 in our business a month. Dude, this is the thing is like, if you're combining Cole's client, you're listening to this, drop some fire on the live stream, let us know that you're here is the number one thing that you guys can invest in and bet on is yourself period. Yes. And whenever Cole and I invest in a mentor, we're not in, I'm not investing in Bedros. I'm not investing in Dan. I'm not investing in this Scott or tacky. I'm investing in myself. Yes. Because I know that when I invest in tacky or Dan or Bedros, or I spend a hundred thousand dollars for a year of coaching, I know that one conversation that I have with Bedros, I'm going to take it seriously because I just gave him a fuckload of my money. And because I take that conversation seriously, he might say something to me that he actually said in a video before, but now I'm actually paying attention and I'll implement it because I was invested. Yes. It's like the number one bet that you guys can make is yourself, period. Bet on yourself. Yep. Invest in yourself. Trying to give somebody a percentage of your business just because you don't want to put the work in is a huge cop out and it's going to cost you a lot in the future. And again, take our advice with a grain of salt. All right. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. You might be like, guys, this is bullshit. I've actually just given someone 25% of my business. My whole life has changed. I made fucking millions and millions of dollars. Good. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. That's great. But the track record we've seen is not good. Right. We've seen probably, if I was to be not exaggerated in this breakdown, eight partnerships fail in the last year and a half where individuals have come together. One of them has dissolved their entire business. They've started to scale. And then within six months, it fucking breaks. And it's because everybody's only focused on the monetary gain. They're not focused on the individual. They're not focused on what they need to do in order to scale for the impact, the vision. We talked about it on the loyalty podcast. I'm not going to dive into that. If you guys want to hear about true loyalty and partnerships, go fucking listen to that one. Mm -hmm. All right. You need to bet on yourself and stop looking for a fucking easy way out because it's not there. It's not there in your fitness journey. It's not there in your relationship. And it sure is fuck not there in your business. Wake the fuck up. That's it. Boom. Where do they find you? Brian Mark on YouTube. You guys will like my long form content. There's a lot of like high value long form content. So if you're not subscribed to me on YouTube, do that or the real Brian Mark on Instagram. Same. Cola is to sell on IG and everything else. And then YouTube. YouTube's my favorite platform right now. We are going off with not only the boxing vlogs, if you guys want to see me beat the shit out of someone, or the high value content where I'm diving into a lot more of my knowledge. I've decided recently that I'm going to start sharing a lot more with you guys. It's actually because of you with what you said the other day. So we're going to be uh, blowing some fucking minds soon. Cool. It's lit. Peace, y'all. Peace. Don't kill it. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.